I just want to take a moment and reorient ourselves here to what we're talking about, um, because this is sort of this is probably the last chapter, which is has somewhat long, um, and we're talking about again Chasidus, which he defined as approaching your service of God as a relationship, as not just a list of requirements. You want to tick the boxes and uh, do the minimum, but understanding that everything that God tells us in the Torah is revealing to us what His deepest will is, and that we approach it as we're trying to give Him nachas by doing um, whatever we can to um, fulfill, to fulfill His will to the utmost. And He told us that chasidus, this attribute, could be divided into three different sections, and we've already discussed the first section. The first section, he said, is the deeds that we do. And the deeds that we do can fall under the categories between us and God, the mitzvahs between us and God, where we're supposed to do it to the absolute precision and fulfill every detail possible um, in the context of this attribute. And then the, the second area was between, um, between man and man, where we try as much as we can to um, give honor and give pleasure and give nachas to people psychologically, physically, etc. So that we did already. And now we are in the second of the three sections, three areas of Hasidus, where he's, he, which he said is the oifin ha'asiya, the manner in which we carry things out. And he said the manner in which we carry things out when, when, when serving God um, has to be governed by both fear which he said as, is a sense of overwhelming awe of who God is, as opposed to fear of punishment, and love. So he is now, we are now essentially focusing on, on, on fear, on awe, having that sense of awe, which he says will be manifest in terms of, um, in terms of, of, of submission and a sense of embarrassment as when we draw close to, to serving him and um, giving honor to his mitzvahs, okay, which is particularly what we're discussing now. So we're discussing... The, the second area, which is the, way, which is the way we carry things out, we're talking about awe and how awe is manifest in the way that we carry out mitzvahs. And so he says, this includes Shabbos and Yom Tov. Okay? And because the more that a person honors Shabbos and Yom Tov, he's for sure is, making, is, is giving nachas to his creator. Okay? Because, we find we could, because we're actually commanded in, in the prophets, we're commanded, it says, we have, a, we have a mitzvah from the prophets, especially to honor Shabbos and Yom Tovim. And he says, and this, this has already been, this mitzvah has already been um, verified and proven to us, okay, because there are many different types of honor and dignity, and anything which we can do to demonstrate the importance um, of Shabbos and the significance of Shabbos, we need to do it. And therefore, we see that the Gemara and Shabbos brings many examples of sages that who who on the one hand, you know, for whatever reason, either because of their greatness and wisdom, or maybe because of their wealth, could certainly have exempted themselves from being involved in the Shabbos preparations. Okay? But he says that they would always, because of this mitzvah, they would go out of their way to make sure that they are involved in doing something to help prepare for Shabbos, because that's a way of showing honor to Shabbos and to Yom Tov. So, to, so the Gemara tells us, Rabbi Abahu, he would sit on an ivory stool, and he would fan the fire on Erev Shabbos. Erev Safra, would um, roast the head of an animal, and Rava would salt fish. Rav Huna would light a fire before Shabbos, obviously, to be used you know, for cooking for Shabbos. Rav Papa would twist the wicks. Rav Chista would um, cut up the beets. Rava and Rav Yosef would chop, um, ch- would chop wood. Rav Nachman would actually carry things in and out, in and out of the house 
Okay, he would schlep the packages in and out of the house for his wife. Okay, and he said he would say if. Rebbe Ami and Rebbe Asi were coming to visit me. Okay, so he's, so he's he himself is a great sage. Even if his his teachers, his great, the greater even greater sages would be coming to visit, wouldn't I do this? Wouldn't I carry stuff in and out for them, in order to prepare? And so he says says the Ramchal, and you see the Rav Nachman's example. See his comparison. So this is actually teaching us something. Okay, we should learn from what he's saying, because because if a person reflects on the fact and think about what would you do, okay, if if someone very very Chashuv um, was coming to your house. Someone very, very important is coming to your house as a guest. Okay, what are the things you would do to honor such a person? Hey, the president is coming to your house for a meal. What would you do to honor to honor him? Okay, and for and like this is and this is exactly the things that you should do um, for Shabbos and to prepare for and honor Shabbos.